Hello, everyone. Welcome to the W I S E podcast. Wisdom in sports and entertainment. I'm your host, Bob Einstein, and I'm your friendly idiot who's seeking some wisdom and philosophy. Today's episode is on the wisdom and philosophy behind Game One of the 2020 Western Conference Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. I'm here with my co-host Skip A. Smith. We are just two amateur, friendly idiots talking basketball. On our previous episode, we discussed the preview of this matchup and made some predictions. In summary, for the Nuggets, we anticipated them to play more freely with less pressure mentally. The offensive game plan is to get Jokic involved offensively in scoring to open up the offense more, and Paul Millsap and Michael Porter Jr. be X factors. And defensively, placing good coverage on LeBron and AD, believing that they have a roster where double teaming would not be necessary. For the Lakers, we anticipated them to come out and dominate physically and mentally. Offensively, is to get Jokic in foul trouble, attack Murray as well, and predicting that Kuzma and Rondo will be X factors. Defensively, we also spoke that Dwight Howard will be the key to punk Jokic and to prepare to cover the Nuggets' off-ball actions. We will discuss what actually went down in Game One and what are the adjustments for Game Two. Skip A Smith and I love these kind of chess game-like discussions. Chess is so complicated; makes my head spin. Anyways, here is our idiotic discussion. Okay, hello everyone.、Um, Skip A Smith here. I'm Bob Einstein, and we're gonna break down Game One together. We're gonna see、uh, what we saw. We're going to details, offensively, defensively, and、uh, we're gonna talk about the Game Two adjustments and what do we predict. And also, we're gonna talk about the mindsets、uh, for each team. So I'm just gonna start right out of the bat. So Skip A Smith, let's talk about the Nuggets. Game one. Let's focus offensively right now. Man, what happened? Like, like what you see? Well, I think they started off pretty strong. They got a lot of action or、uh, or good looks off of the pick and roll action. Looks like the Lakers decide to switch a lot of it, and then th- they're able to get mismatches with Murray on the perimeter, Jokic on the block off a switch, and then Lakers didn't do a good job early of recovering off the switches, especially with. A lot of times it was a small and Jokic. You got a got you got a lot of good looks, but yeah, I mean, after the Lakers kind of turned up defensively, physically, just kind of got into their heads a little bit. They stopped executing, and they got in foul trouble. So it's hard to say if they just stopped executing or it was just lack of playing time for 
two of their stars pretty much, and the Lakers went off that run. Two of the stars as, like, in, as in Jokic and Murray, or Jokic and, and Millsap and Murray. Jokic okay. Murray. I mean, Millsap okay. got in foul trouble later, but right. I think early on it was just those two that picked up the three, mm-hmm. and then pretty much it was game right there. But yeah. I liked a lot of their a lot of their. Well, I don't like how the Lakers defended it, but really. They, Utilize that pick and roll to get a lot of mismatches, but and then one action I like I don't know if you remember uh, Michael Porter Jr. was handling on the top of the top of the key at the three point line. Mm. They ran Murray off ball off one screen, and then another ball handoff, and then Murray was straight into the lane for an mm. easy layup. I think uh, that was like in the first first quarter. Is it that that one like in the first quarter like he scored a I'm not sure it was N one. I think with like they because they were hot, right? It was like in transition, but they might not play type thing, right? I think yeah, you said Porter. Yeah. Porter handoff. It was like Jokic set the first screen on Murray off ball and then like in a handoff and then um Porter was <clears throat> a second screener and then Murray just uh, just yeah. dive in. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of might see more of that action. Just mm-hmm. maybe get Murray off ball a yes. little bit more. Yes, I agree. I perfectly agree. Then, but Perfect. then who's going to be the ball handler? Mm. Um, yes. I see Michael Porter Jr. being a threat. Okay. I was thinking Harris would be a ball handler. Any um, thoughts on that? He's not capable? I don't, I don't think that's much of his game. Really? Okay. Because he can get to the rim, doesn't he? Um, I don't watch him enough to know 100%. Okay. I, I don't think that's his game. I see. Okay. I think he can get to the rim off of the... Pump fake three. Okay. But one on one, maybe not. I'm not sure. Okay. I see. So you, that's Mary. So basically, we're saying Mary goes off ball. I agree. I, I was thinking about that too. That would be my adjustment if I was a Nuggets coach. Go have Mary more off ball. Okay, so that's Mary. And what about Jokic? What will you do? I feel like they what should straight, what up, do? straight up post up more. They did. Oh, and you would continue. I mean, okay, they didn't do that, but you think uh, they should straight up post him more one on one? They did early, especially against McGee. Yeah. He, he, was, got, he was looking for scoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got Davis switched off, I think, on one low post play, and he just banged him in there. Like, Davis looked real small. I forgot if he scored or not, but he made like a quick boom, boom move, and then Davis was like, not there. Mm. So yeah. I think they should just straight up post them more. And then, I mean, we all know this McGee and Dwight are foul. They can get in foul trouble, like, just like that. Mm. They're like, they foul a lot. And I feel like if you can post them up straight up like that, they can get in foul trouble. No, I didn't notice that. Because they, though, at least Dwight Howard, he stayed out of foul trouble. Right? He did, he but did. he's uh-huh. prone, like in his history of his career, <laughs> uh-huh. he's prone uh-huh. to get into foul trouble. Oh. <laughs> I and see, then, I see. Yeah, they probably would. Okay, that's probably what they're going to do too. Because Dwight Howard changed the game defensively. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he really got into, he, he bullied Jokic. Like the, the moment he entered the court, he was up in Jokic's face and like he really got into his head. So if I was Nuggets coach, going to retaliate that. And it's like, Okay, they're, you're going to bring that uh, attitude. We're going to fight back. So I actually like the idea you you brought up. Get Dwight Howard in foul trouble. Get the bigs in foul trouble using Jokic. 
You know how like we say you could get your jokers in foul trouble, they maybe get those bigs in foul trouble as well. And then you you force AD to get guard him earlier, mm -hmm. and that's you he can be prone to foul trouble too. Yeah, I can see that. Wow, I didn't think about that. So get AD, Dwight, even McGee, those get get those bigs in foul trouble using uh, using Jokic. Because I don't, I think on the post, the Lakers didn't really go straight up double. At least I don't remember. I didn't, from what I saw, more of so one on one. Sometimes they, they doubled, which is shocking because I did see some cuts that Jokic did, but that was a couple of times. I think Lakers going to continue to use single coverage, especially using Dwight. So maybe use Jokic. I was thinking. So Jokic, I was thinking like, you think it's straight up post? I was thinking just go more off ball. Like instead of using Jokic as a screener, use like a Millsap as a screener and then run high-low with Jokic as a passer, as a flasher. Or 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 the, uh, as a flasher, not even to look to pass or look to score. Yeah, you know? well, I think we brought that up in the last podcast. Yeah, where yeah, we should, they should switch it up with Millsap actually being the playmaker. The, the playmaker. Well, I thought like he could be a scorer. Oh no, the screener. That he 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 roll to the basket and collapse the defense, and Jokic can flash up. Um, instead. Oh yeah, that's yeah. pretty pretty much as the playmaker. Yeah, as a playmaker. Yeah, but and but they were using him at more as a pick, as a you know the guy setting the pick and then rolling and then and then dive into the middle. And I was like, instead of doing that, let Millsap handle that. Uh, let let Millsap be the roller, and Jokic. That's a flasher, mm -hmm. yeah. And Jokic play off of that. I, I mean, yeah. I agree. It's, it's probably some easier looks for him. Yeah, yeah. And um, Millsap is perfectly capable of being a passer, a scorer, yeah. and making that decision. So. Yeah. So really, I would use utilize Millsap a lot in the offense, much more. So, and we talk about Murray off ball. I mean, I would do Harris as a ball handler. Just something to throw them at the Lakers. Just something new. Just as a ball hunter to, to, to run that pick and roll with Millsap and to get Murray and Jokic off ball action flashing out or some, uh, something like that. Just something new. And Graham, if Jokic can beat the flasher, you have many options of Graham can cut to the basket or Graham can shoot it and like have Millsap collapse more of the defense. If, if they, don't, they don't collapse on Millsap, they can just dump it into Millsap for an easy two. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So something new for the for the Nuggets because they got punked pretty hard uh, <laughs> after the first quarter. First quarter they looked great. So that's offensively. Let's talk about and we talk about the adjustments of that. And let's talk about defensively. What do you see and, and like what happened and what would what would you do? I think they did a good job of packing the paint with LeBron. Oh. He pretty much couldn't really drive it just because, first of all, he has a pretty good primary defender on him. And then almost, it seems like every guy was just one foot in the paint or close to one foot in the paint, just detracting him from driving it. But immediately, they switched it over to having LeBron set screens. Yeah, in Caruso. And and then he got loose for a couple dunks, a couple layups, easy looks. But overall, Denver did a pretty good job on LeBron of not allowing him to get to the paint. And then he had, like, what, one drive for an one? It could have been easily called the target. And one. <laughs> no, early, early on. Early? Oh, okay. I think it could have been easily a charge. Hmm. 
so they pretty much packed the paint pretty yeah. well against him. So and he wasn't looking, mm-hmm. he wasn't looking to shoot it as well. Mm-hmm. Well, mainly because the other actions were pretty good, and he didn't really have to force it yesterday or game one. But he he pretty much got denied access to the paint, one on one at least. Interesting, interesting. We'll get to the Lakers in a bit. And if that's the case, LeBron can continue to paint and they still want, want that much. I know it's just one game, but I think that tells a lot about the Lakers team. But we'll get to them. So basically, they held LeBron, which was their probably the primary focus. Now, they probably didn't game plan against the others. I still think they continue to pack the paint and limit LeBron. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's almost like you have to choose. Okay. You let LeBron go off and get to the paint and score and create? Or can you live with Anthony Davis isolating like that? Okay. So would you continue and this thing? That like, if uh, we limit LeBron and we, and we lose, we'll be okay with that? Because we let that... Because that's mean, what we it, said it, before type thing. It's like, we let... It's hard to say. say. Okay. I would say to, to still continue to pack the paint and limit LeBron's driving ability. But... At some point, do you go down there and double Anthony Davis? I mean, they didn't really double him, like, straight up hard. Mm-hmm. They kind of let him go one-on-one, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in the mindset of defensive coaches, as a nugget, you see players like Rondo and Dwight going off offensively, not just defensively, but they also changed the game offensively as well. At least, like, you see the... You see the pace, the, the way they like to play offense. So would you game plan against players like Rondo, for example? Or is it just one game, you know, anticipate him continuing that throughout the whole series? Well, I mean, you can't, you can't allow him to make those law passes. <laughs> yeah. just too easy. I mean, I feel like you just got to back off. Back off and let him shoot. And make him a scorer. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay. They probably would do that. I can see them doing that. I was thinking like slow the pace down because they just want to get in, in, into transition very, very fast. But the thing is, I like Nuggets are at the best too when, when they play in a high pace. Because it reminds me of the time when Lakers played the Suns in 2006. What the Lakers did very well in that series was they were able to push to, you know, up 3-1 into and their seven-game series is that the Lakers were able to get back into transition defensively very fast they had like three to four guys you know two to three to four guys more at least three guys um, back defensively or two so i would do that as a defensive coach for the nuggets is to like okay no matter what happens each every position have 2.5 guys back on defense like you know whether the shot is made or not i think it's their transition defense they're probably going to work on because I, I don't know if they study the Lakers. My opinion, Lakers have court. It's not at their best. So if you limit their, their transition offense, I think Nuggets will have a great, much better shot. Well, that's half-half as long as they can't turn it. Nuggets they can't, can't turn it over. Turn, turn over, yeah. That's what I would do. I would load up uh, load up transitioning. Because Lakers were playing so so ridiculously fast they were flying everywhere and it's because offensively even when they score they were pushing the ball so that's what i would do that's what i saw just be ready in, in transition all the time 
limit those like ridiculous passes that you hate the LeBron full court passes to AD you know those full court passes uh, you may not like but they've been working <laughs> and if you limit those get the Lakers frustrated with that and like have LeBron playing half court you play have LeBron playing half court he will probably do those step back threes a lot more often AD would be more predictable offensively because either you line up in the post or he wants to anyone's a pick and roll you know it's coming uh, so you can collapse on that and you can have the others let the others beat you because ad went off definitely off a lot of it was off ball so if you limit that like collapse on ad and off on the pick and roll or in transition have the other guys beat you and you, i guess they can live live with that have like caruso kcp danny green all those guys live off from ad and lebron right so take away their strength which is the transition and pink and roll. Yeah. I mean, and they, they probably want to have LeBron take those jump shots and <clears throat> continue to load up. And now I think they got the half court thing kind of down the game plan. Now it's just in transition. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's a, uh, I mean, we're Laker fans. We, I think it's, it's a lot of fun to watch them like that, but uh, okay. Sorry. We get to that. Okay. But your mindset. Now I talk about mindsets of the, Oh, do you have anything else in defensively? Anything else? No, I mean, it's a solid plan. Lakers struggle in the half court. But you can argue with me. It's okay. No, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying how feasible is it if you turn the ball over? Oh, okay. Play transition defense. Oh, so Lakers defensively, they try to turn the ball over. and uh, I think half of all those is just, like, like you said, even off of makes, they were able to get a good look yeah. on the transition. Yeah. But a lot of it was just turnovers. I see. But so they probably I mean, have to change it up, like slow it. If they're able to play a cleaner game, cleaner, slowly, yeah. And like mm-hmm. you said, put more of an emphasis on the transition game. Yeah. Make the Lakers play half court. Yeah. And pack the paint on LeBron. Yeah. And then make them play tougher offensively, especially like you said, AD's predictable mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And he can be unpredictable if you double him. Mm. As in, you don't know what you're going to get when you double him. He's going to turn the ball over. He's going to make some bad decisions. I would probably do that. If they throw 80 in the post, I would double him hard because like his his passing is not so great. So he probably turn the ball over track, a lot. His track record of being doubled is not very He's good. He's not great. Yeah, yeah. Because his, his so, reads uh, are not that strong. No offense to AD, but yeah, I agree yeah. with that. So as uh, long as they continue to pack the paint on LeBron, which I agree that they should continue to do, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to double him. No, because he's just no, no. Rip just load him up. apart. Yeah, just load but up. But if you pack, if you pack the paint and discourage him from driving, yeah, and then swing the ball over to AD or whatever they do, and have him ISO, and then you decide to double or not, then, I mean, you can probably slow him down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, timely double, like if that shot clock's running down, double it very fast, would force him to make a quick decision, and he'll be very hasty. In a very high pressure situation, this is the first Western Conference Finals. A lot of pressure on him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So keep them half court. So with the paint for LeBron and double AD timely. That's what I do. And like, if the others make their shots, they make their shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about offensively, defensively, X's and O's. How about the mindsets? Their psychologically, how should they feel? What's their mindset heading into Game Two? I feel like Denver is going to come out thinking we didn't really 
we weren't able to show what we got in game one. Mm. Fair or not, they got quote unquote cheated out of their full potential in game one with the foul trouble. Mm. I mean, fair or not is another question. I don't I don't know if I'm biased or not, but those were fouls. Those were um, fouls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think their mindset is we can kind of push game one aside. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be the real Denver Nuggets basketball in game two, just because they weren't able to fully show their full potential in a sense. Yeah, definitely. I think they really got into their heads uh, with all the fouls and the frustration. Like when Dwight Howard came back, came to game, not just, it was like Dwight Howard, Rondo, AD and LeBron James, like just talking a lot of crap to them. Just, just really talking crap. We talked about the Lakers mindset in, in the last episode where like, they're just, I mean, I thought they're going to like be patient, but no, you told them, you, you think they're going to come in and establish themselves. That's what happened. You got it right, man. They came in to be like, we're going to bully you super hard. So now that they know that the bullying is going to come, it's like, how do they bully back? They're young. They have enough swagger and very collected to be like, we're not afraid. Now we know that you're trying to get into our heads, like Dwight Howard, get into the huddle. Did you see that? That's awesome. Yeah. And they say, okay, now we know that we anticipate this kind of like psychological game that they're playing. We're going to like, okay, it's okay. We're going to stay center. We're going to anticipate this is happening, uh, but it's going to be a, a psychological wall. Now you're not going to get into the core of us. And because of the energy coming back, I mean, I, I get the energy inserting on the on the nuggets. The psychological wall is going to be so strong that like they're probably going to want that energy reflect back to the Lakers, get them so frustrated, like nuggets not react to it or maybe even fight. You, they, they, I'm not sure they have an enforcer. They will probably enforce probably Millsap to to have the attitude to get it back. At least as of now, I think just like no, okay, we, okay, you're gonna bully us. We get it. We're not. We're not reacting to your BS. And just play ball, man. Yeah, continue to play ball. Anything else? Mm. Yeah. No, I think Denver has a track record of quote-unquote being called a softer team. Yeah, and they... Boom. But they're, they've been able to overcome it anytime, every time someone comes, try to punk them. So mm-hmm. let's see yeah. what they come out with in game two. Mm-hmm. They're going to come out driving a lot. I think they're going to play with a lot of force yeah. and get to the point. Mm-hmm. They're going to be driving a lot. I didn't know they were known to be soft. Huh? Tell that to well, just, Patrick Beverly and uh, Marcus Morris. I mean, it, it's tough because they're younger, they're younger guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokic is international player. Mm-hmm. He's not the feisty, Mm-mm. you know, typical feisty big man type as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where you get your, I guess, recognition of being a softer team. Mm-hmm. But they showed mm-hmm. the other team. Yeah. They're not afraid. Yeah, They're young, but they're fearless. And they're very collected. Honestly, they don't fold easily. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't think we touched on, I forgot to touch on this, but I think Michael Porter is going to be a, play a oh, bigger role. Yeah, because he's fearless. This guy's definitely fearless. I think he's going to play a more of an offensive mm-hmm. role in, in the, in the next next game. Next game. Okay. Gotcha. That's a good thing to have. Good thing to have a Nuggets. They have they have a lot of weapons that they can utilize and get creative with it. 
Okay, so that's the Nuggets. Now let's talk about our team, the Lakers. So game one, uh, recap, and game two, game plan. Let's talk about offensively. What you see, what happened, and what adjustments would you do? So, yeah, LeBron had a tough time getting to the paint. Mm-hmm. I think. But they still, <laughs> they still balled. Well, they balled mostly because of the transition mm-hmm. and their defense. Mm-hmm. I feel like offensively, it was AD getting to the line a lot, mm-hmm. getting easy buckets. I mean, the threes were continuing to fall well. But it can be a concern if LeBron gets shut down like that and not being able to drive it. But they did immediately switch it over to being change it to LeBron being the, the screener. And oh, I think, action. And then Rondo does his thing. Yeah. I think uh, the adjustment, LeBron's probably going to go, go in the post. Mm, really? Especially, I didn't see that. Especially, especially oh, when Because he, he can't drive in, so he will put yeah. in just like in Miami days. Okay, got especially it. Especially when um, AD goes out, and then they go with the Rondo Caruso. Kuzma. Dwight, Moore, uh, Dwight, yeah, Dwight so. slash Morris and Kuzma. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's going to turn into a poster or mm-hmm. turn into to his post game. Mm-hmm. If he's not able to drive it. Speaking of posts, did you see those posts action when they put Rondo or, or LeBron against Houston? Like those post plays, like they, the kind of like the Golden State Warriors type plays. I don't think you saw it. It was like one of the games. I think it was game four where they up by a lot. I, I'm not sure this is an experiment, but they put Rondo or LeBron in the post and then they, they cut them off. They, they cut the Rockets off with their passing. It's very disgusting. If not, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link and I'll show you. You didn't see that? Did you see that? Mm. That's kind. Of, I think I, I, they were toying with the Rockets. They were experimenting everything. That's how. That's <clears> how it was like. Oh, crap. okay. We're, okay, we're gonna do this kind of defense, but also offensively, when they're up by twenty, they put Rondo or LeBron in the high post, and they they do the Draymond Green off you know off ball screen action or Jokic off uh, off ball screen action. Yeah. They don't show. Yeah, that was new. And like, I'm not sure they're gonna do this in this series because they're not gonna play around. But yeah, I didn't think about that. LeBron in the post—that's a very good. I think that's a good game plan for the Nuggets. Probably not be uh, too aware of. Well, I, I hope mean, they're not listening to this. <laughs> Le- LeBron has pretty much two ways of scoring. Either drive way, drive driving, or driving. pose, or, or turn around jumpers. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't shown the turnaround jumper much in the bubble he does that a lot against Millsap yeah like he's not just back back up but he also does a turnaround against Millsap yeah but the turnaround has not been utilized much in the bubble I feel Mm -hmm. he's been just straight up getting to the paint driving it but if they pack the paint like that and he had a pretty hard time the couple times he got there I mean he's could have been offensive calls. Nice. Mm. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, but the tr- they immediately switched it over to him doing some off-ball screens. And, mm-hmm. and even they had some small screen for him. I think Rondo screened for him, and then he got Murray on the end one. Mm. Just like little, little things like that to get him better looks. I think if he needs to drive it, he should drive it baseline compared to driving it to the middle because that's where they're packing the paint at. Interesting. Where they load up. Interesting. I mean, 
when they got that and one on Murray, it was the drive towards the baseline. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's not as much at that angle. Okay. Not as as much traffic as well. I feel like, I but AD pretty much got whatever he wanted. Yeah, I don't think they have a good matchup for him. Unless I feel like Grant is their best matchup for Anthony Davis, but they're using him on LeBron. Mm. But see that. if they're gonna keep Mil Millsap is just not tall enough, and Jokic is not Lateral. quick enough on his feet. Yeah. So uh, that just keep milking it. Yeah. So they can probably be prepared what looks they can get though at AD now and LeBron. They're uh, just gonna double AD. Mm. In the post, okay, but it was off ball action. I'll do single. I, I don't know. It's like going back to like Nuggets defensively. It's like I would anticipate Millsap guarding LeBron and probably Graham on, on AD just to probably see what's gonna if that's gonna work. Uh, if they're gonna put LeBron in the post, they probably Nuggets will probably quickly adjust. Okay, we're gonna put Millsap instead of Graham because Millsap has some more girth and more in his back pocket to hold it, uh, and probably Graham is more <coughs> lateral and, and like more physical to handle AD. But he's not tall enough. Yeah. But yeah, AD will probably have another. Will pop. This happens. I'm not sure. This happens consistently, but at times, like when he has a big game, the next game he doesn't. You know, he he doesn't put up the numbers that he usually do. He struggles the next game. They're probably gonna load up on AD a lot. So usually, that, that's so, that's the pattern. People go double him. Yeah. So if I was AD, keep drawing fouls. So. I'm not sure that was part of the game. That part that's probably what the game plan, what you anticipated, draw draw fouls on Joe Joe Kitch. So they probably use AD to draw fouls, like anticipate that they're gonna throw a lot of looks and, and a lot of different coverage on AD. Just get physical. Don't be afraid of contact. Just continue to be contact. Don't think of jump shots. Please do not do that. I'm getting so angry just thinking about it. Please do not take those jump shots. Unless it's a pick and pop, then I'll be okay with it. But if you're gonna run the pick and roll or get in the post, just like just keep attacking. Don't be afraid of contact, because the Nuggets are gonna be aware of them drawing fouls. They'll probably be more ready for that. But just keep going at it. Just keep going at it. Really. So that's LeBron. That's AD. Rondo, offensively, he just probably amazing. would. Huh? What? It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's. They he will probably see the adjustment coming. Like, okay, they're gonna back me off a lot now. They're gonna. If I get back first, get back into transition and then half court, let me shoot it. I would continue. I would have him continue to shoot it. Just be confident. He's he's confident in his jump shots now. Yeah, just don't be afraid. Really, don't be afraid. It's a risk for a Laker, but I think they want him to do that. You know, like so to open things up more. Or if they back him up, he can just drive it. You know, and then something like that. So they so. I want him to continue this. And it's freaking awesome. It, it gets pressure off LeBron. It gets everyone ready. Caruso and Kuzma, those young guys, like, we're here, we're here, we're here. You know, this is his unit. This is Rondo's unit. So Kuzma and uh, Caruso have to be ready off ball as, as the wide receivers for Rondo. Yeah, just go in transition. Just go get keep going in transition. Um, and the bigs, Morris, you know, everyone just be ready and shoot confidently. It's the same thing. But LeBron, of course, starts like back again to LeBron and AD. Especially AD, just don't be afraid of contact. I think that, that was primarily my offensive game plan. You know, don't be afraid of contact. Anything else offensively? You think Kuzma will show up soon? 
Oh, I, I thought you had a really good game one. I didn't see. I didn't even look at the stats for it. Sorry, like uh, I just trying to look. I don't at know the game. numbers, but mm-hmm. he didn't force anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't force anything, mm-hmm. and at, at least I think he scored eight points. At least I don't okay. know the box score, mm-hmm. but I think his energy was good. Yeah, again, it goes down to Michael Porter was he attacks the rebounds like crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw in game one. He attacked the rebounds. And Kuzma like crashes, to come in. He to, crashes. He crashes. Yeah, he crashes. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Didn't, I, didn't I notice that? Watch it again or pay attention to it. Michael Porter, he's, he crashes the boards. Okay. I think Kuzma came in and matched his energy pretty well. Okay. So that's a, that's a good thing to talk about now. So we're talking about well. defensively. So you think Kuzma matches Porter? What else defensively would you did you, did you see and like what is there uh, any adjustments? I I don't know. It's just personal thing. I hate it when they switch. Oh, switch on everything. Uh, the off ball action. But how do you the, how, uh, the the pick and pick and pop? The Murray Jokic, Murray, Jokic pick and pick and roll. Pick and they do so they get a small on Jokic, right? And they double. Oh, see, they do double because like they do double only if they get a small like a KCP or well, Danny Green on him or I Caruso. Really, I don't think they really doubled. So the big will play up on Murray, and mm. then let's say it's um, KCP on the switch, and then KCP is going to go find uh, Javale or Anthony Davis, and they switch. They switch again. Oh gosh. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I think if you, they continue to do that, they're gonna pay for it. You mean like switch back to the matchup? Like if if KCB is on Jokic, they're gonna they're gonna say, in a moment <clears throat> switch back on McGee on 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 Jokic and KCP on Murray. Yeah, so let's say McGee originally McGee and KCP are the main defenders, right? Mm. So the, here they go pick and roll. They switch it. So let's say McGee pushes up on Murray, and KCP is now guarding Jokic on the right block or something. And then KCP, while in that same time, KCP is going to go find the, the biggest guy and they're going to switch it again. It's kind of like what Golden State does, to be honest. They go s- switch and then they go find Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala is going to come and switch back onto the big guy. So that's what they did. Wait, so, you see, uh, wait, so in your example, Andre Iguodala is not part of the pick and roll action. He's just guarding no, no. one wing. He's the other. He's the other big guy on the off wing or whatever. Off wing. Okay, so he's off. He so he's off ball. But if they get a small, so if they if we see a big posting against a smaller player, they bring in Andre Iguodala they, to switch it. They do That's, a third switch. They do a third switch. So where? So who's the third switch for the Lakers? Like um, okay, AD, so AD, AD oh. or LeBron. So if KCP is on Jokic, they're gonna quickly try to. Shuffle it from AD from KCB to AD, right? That's what I'm trying to say. I, I don't think it doesn't. It doesn't matter who it is. They go find the next biggest guy that's closest to him, and they, they switch it immediately. Okay. To cover so you, for it. Okay. But I so feel like they're, they're gonna pay for they're it. They're gonna pay for it because like, if they see that, um, they're gonna give the ball to Jokic and he's gonna attack, right? That he's either that, gonna attack or they're gonna do gonna some. Attack. Yeah, they're gonna do some. Okay. Back cuts or whatever. They're gonna because, pay for it. Because of that window, is like they're so vulnerable that they that they're gonna uh, Nuggets are gonna take advantage. That's what you think. Yeah, or they, they switch it and then they come double. They give the body illusion to come double, and then that puts you at disadvantage already. Okay. Compared to I like, just funneling Murray all the way to the paint. Okay. Because you got like what Damian. Yeah. Even if you have, 
uh, McGee who can come. He can't really help too much because of a threat that Jokic provides. You still got AD and LeBron on the other side mm-hmm. who can yeah, come other bigs. and help. Yeah, yeah. So right? have McGee just 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 drive, drive, drive. Have make McGee McGee would make Murray drive, 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 drive on me. I'm not gonna make you cross me over. I'm not gonna make you take the jump shot for me. I'm gonna make you drive against me. Right, yeah. and you get post by I mean, post by me, and then you have all these other big. How LeBron always came over and blocked all those shots in the Houston mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. and the Anthony Davis can come over and help too, and mm-hmm. just make cause chaos. But mm-hmm. that's just my personal that's just preference. Your person, yeah, but you you think they're gonna continue with the switch, the the, uh, the, the double switch? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I I understand the I switch see. philosophy, and yeah. it's just easier to cover. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't put you as much in foul trouble. Yeah. But, but you're playing with fire because like, you have a lot. Of, yeah, I just window. don't like it. I don't like the action. Okay. Okay. I honestly thought they played great <laughs> defensively. Uh, but I, I didn't see that kind of action. Again, uh, Skip Bay Smith is, is, a, is a detail. It's a, yeah, it's very detailed. It's I'm a very short big picture. burst of it because they yeah. just got into foul trouble. Okay. They, you didn't see it much. I see. But I see. I think I over a long-term game in a series, hmm. they're gonna they're gonna rip you apart. I love it, love it, I love it. Yeah, defensively, Lakers. I mean, the idea, of course, big picture is putting a lot of pressure, trying to get turnovers. The switching situation. Yeah, I agree. That's a big window. That's a vulnerable window, and Jokic will probably draw fouls on those two as well. Like he said, off ball action. Lakers can't sleep. Uh, they can't sleep. They're they probably too high. Yeah, uh, we'll get to it myself later. But like defensively, I actually like your idea to make Murray drive. I, I don't know if you trap, go back to the Miami Heat defense or whether Bronze won't very, you know, very much like. Do you trap Murray? Do you trap the, the ball handler? And then would you play with around with that kind of defense? Just- so I think we brought it up in the last podcast where double um, last discussion murray does have the capability of struggling with the hard trouble hard double hard double Mm -hmm. but that kind of plays into the hands where if you're able to get the ball on Jokic, now he's got what was it now four and three Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that just plays into what he likes to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think once in a while a good hard trap like just show him a different look Mm -hmm. and you can force him to turn the ball over i think he he has some trouble with that, but over forty eight minutes to continue to trap like that, I I wouldn't go for it. No, no, I wouldn't go for it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if I were Lakers, I would, you know, be of course be aware of Jokic and Mary, but don't be don't be so focused on it. Just you have to limit the other guys as well. Those guys move without the basketball. They know when to cut. They know when you're vulnerable defensively. Lakers individually defensively they're very very good they just have to keep it up it's like okay like we're guarding these guys but we're not gonna be and we, we can't just focus on Jokic and Mary I just it just goes back to making Jokic a score a score mm-hmm. okay so keep doing that if you can um, score 30 and have like two three assists then you can live with you're that good yeah but you I can't have you, him score. like you have Steve Nash you want to Steve Nash to to be a scorer at yeah. Back in 2010, I remember, I remember you said the same thing. You can't have him score 20 and throw up 13 assists. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's just too difficult. Okay. So make Jokic a score. Still the same thing. Uh, yeah, we'll see what kind of adjustments they do. I'm hoping Nuggets 
be competitive and like throw some throw a different look. Have Jokic not set the screen and just come off the flash as a flasher. That's what I would do if I was Nuggets. And I don't know if Lakers would be prepared for that, but we'll see. I'll be prepared for anything. Just prepare for anything if I was Lakers. Just any creativity whatsoever. So that's the offensive, defensive X's and O's. Very quickly, the last thing I want to talk about is the mindset of Lakers. Just come out about? and again Same thing. establish your, your physical dominance. I agree. Yeah, we keep it simple. Just come out with a bully attitude that we're here to bully you you young studs. I'm not afraid. Dry Howard will be the enforcer continuously, I anticipate. I'm also going to think they're going to put Dry Howard into foul trouble. Yeah, he, he, it's almost like... It's almost given. Okay. It's almost given. Okay. And they probably won't hack Dwight Howard because they can't afford the fouls. It, it's almost given that Dwight's going to get in foul trouble. Foul trouble, okay. But as long as it's smart and purposely done, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Okay. I agree. Yeah. So they probably get playing against Dwight because he knows that he's going to do his thing. But yeah, same attitude. Just they know that they're coming back at you. They're not going to retaliate. They're very resilient. Pressure, pressure pressure they may be resilient but they're not experienced enough to have that foundation to and more likely to break just con- rather continue than continue the, yeah just bring that physical a physical yeah. dominance yeah because like nothing can bend that much you know mentally so can, yeah Woo. okay any final thoughts i don't know we'll see yeah. if you got a series yeah i hope so uh, i mean i don't want to bring it but Either way, it's been fun to watch Lakers defensively. I, I, I'm going to say that. And it's been really, really fun to see them play out in the open like that. Personally, for me, it's been great. It's like, yeah. Yeah. watch out for Michael Porter. <laughs> it's okay. You got Kuzma. Kuzma. <laughs> oh, gosh. So that was our idiotic discussion. Thank you so much for listening. Mom and Dad. Tune in next time for our next episode. Till then, stay wise and stay silly.